good. I just rode my bike and didn't fall. So, you know, all good things so far today. Um, you, you didn't ask me how I was. Oh yeah, I'm not going to. Um, what do you want to talk about well, today? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, I didn't intend to start off, uh, episode one, like being pissed off, but I am, <laughs> I'm, no, how are you? How are you? I want to, I want to, let me, I'm pissed off. Question. I'm, I'm actually pissed off. I, See, that's uh, why I didn't want to ask. I could tell. I, I texted you, uh, this TikTok that I found. I, I was on that stupid app. I hate that app so much. <laughs> I don't know why I use it. Uh, I was like, oh, well, maybe I'll go find uh, some like, you know, hashtag content uh, for us to like use or whatever. And I I found this stupid, stupid video. Um, you've, you've seen it. I'll, I'll go ahead and play the audio. Uh, but I just... Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to a day in my life. So today I went to PoliSci. Thank God it was my only class of the day. Then me and Pico went to Chick-fil-A. What you don't see and then we basically in this went video back to do homework. Comp size has been kicking my butt recently. Is then I uh, went to HTO with some friends. Like the, kind of like one of the first thing. things you see. Then they got a car wash. Thank God. Is this dude then is driving Nemo, which is a like a decked out BMW. <laughs> and yeah, I went to my life group, then tennis. And at tennis, I still did comp sci homework. So yeah, it's kind of embarrassing. Um, yeah, it's super embarrassing. Yeah, then we got some ice cream after. It was super good. Uh, it's something we do every Thursday. And yeah, thank you guys for watching. Pretty busy day. A, a day in the life at, at Baylor University. And it starts off, like, the, the first thing you see is this live, laugh, love bullshit font. <laughs> and like... Okay. He... <sighs> Here's why that's good. And I'll tell you. How long do you have? That's good because... Okay, let me backtrack. First... When I was at Baylor, that was 2016 through 2020, four and a half years, I felt like if I could zoom out from my experience, I felt really grateful to be there while I w America was in a time where every person between 18 and 22 not only wanted to be Instagram famous, but was sure of it that they were going to be Instagram famous. I fell into that category. A lot of people I love fell into that category. Now... The game has changed. The game's in disarray. Everyone is a vlogger, and no one's a vlogger. It's it's just everyone's just recording themselves. It's it's like no content, just vibes. And it reiterates this point that I've been thinking of for for years that half of I want to say college, but I'll, I'll zoom into just Baylor. Half of going to Baylor is just staying busy until you go buy another drink, like not a beer or anything, but like going going to buy a beverage. <laughs> it's just like it's just like okay. Okay, I'm going to buy tea at 2 p.m. I'm also getting coffee at 4. There's Life Group that's going to have Kool-Aid, um, also beverages, but we're going to be drinking Kool-Aid together. Um, and then I'm going to go watch some tennis. Just vibes I, and drinks. That's all college I, is until you're 20 or 21 years old. I wish that wasn't as insightful as it was, but you're exactly right. <laughs> it no, is. I'm just, everyone I'm... is staying busy until you get a drink as a treat. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know, man, I just the whole, the whole feeling of that video just made me really mad as somebody who spent, you know, six hours this morning doing a day job and like trying really hard not to do a bad job at that day job. I just, and I hopped in my BMW and I got it washed. Thank God. <laughs> 
just fuck off. Like whoever I can't... Nice boy is, like he made that in earnest, and he's gonna be like, oh, oh yeah, podcast about Baylor, my favorite school, and it just opens with him just getting put in a body bag for for literally just showing us what he's doing. Oh, I can't I'm, wait. I'm certain <laughs> this this kid is super nice and is going on. He's gonna go on to do great things, but fuck that dude, man. I just I can't. <laughs> Welcome to Between Two Bears, I guess, or whatever. Um, uh, Evan, we, uh, we we made a pledge with ourselves not to have uh, as little... We made a promise to each other to have as little structure as possible. And I, I want to I want to honor that promise, at least until we mutually agree that, um, th- that it's a bad idea. But we, we probably do have to set some foundation. You said, when did you go to school again? I don't know. You're a baby compared to I me. show I showed up in the fall of 2012 so my first big 12 football game I saw was um us losing 70 to 63 against West Virginia so that was my introduction to being um a student watching big but, 12 football but before but you like lived in Waco you, you yeah you I grew, grew up, up in Waco which is wild yeah, that I'll you just give you the still whole want spiel. to go to Baylor yeah, I'll give you. I'll give you the whole spiel. It's, it's a brief thing. I was a line camp leader, so I've got this down to an elevator pitch. Oh, um, so I grew up in Hewitt. I have three older siblings. They all moved. My family was all alive before I was. They moved to Waco right before I was born. So I'm like the only one in my family to grow up and live my whole life in Waco. Didn't really care a whole lot about anything Baylor had to offer until I showed up. It was kind of like a. It, it's a whole other can of worms to open about how I got and then stayed at Baylor. But um, no one in my family went to Baylor besides me. My sister did transfer in for her last year, so I always like give her grief that like she's not a real Baylor student. But all that translates to is she has about one sixth of the debt that I have, um, and the same same piece of paper. So yeah, uh, got to Baylor in 2012. Loved every second of it. Um, I feel like I was like from the time I got there to the time I graduated to now. I feel like I've been like six different people so if if anyone's listening to this and you met me at a time that wasn't past 2019 um no you didn't um but yeah that's me i what uh, about you matt i i went i uh it was like senior year and everybody had already gotten acceptance letters and like knew what they were gonna do and then uh i i started looking at um, some of my friends and they were like, yeah, where are you going to college? I'm like, huh? Call what? Oh yeah, I guess. And so I, I like, there was like a week until the deadline where like the Texas like application to all the state schools or something. There was some like general application I had to fill out. I did that in like a massive rush over the course of, I don't know, 36 hours or whatever, had to write multiple essays and they were bullshit. I was like, oh, the adversity that I had to go through was like, sometimes dinner wasn't ready at six. And, <laughs> you know, I had, you know, and sometimes, uh, and then I was like, wow, that sucked. Don't want to do that again. Uh, I could have, I could have gone and been a legacy at uh, Colorado School of Mines. Um, uh, and, and, I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll do just that because there's the least amount of work involved in applying because I was pretty much automatically accepted. I, mm-hmm. I could have gone great school, should have, probably should have gone. Uh, and then Baylor, Baylor hopped into my uh, inbox, the original DMs, and they're like, <laughs> hey, 
you don't have to write an essay. I'm like, all right, sign, okay, good start. And then they Keep gave going, me a little I'm tiny, there. Yeah, they, they gave me a little tiny scholarship. I'm, I'm like, okay, dope. So I have two schools. I have a choice to make. I'm, I'm in the, I'm in the win here, man. So I, uh, I looked at the two schools. The demographics of uh, Colorado School of Mines was like 93% male, 7% female, which Better really than Baylor. which really didn't hit me until I looked at Baylor's. Yeah, which was 33% male at the time, 66% female. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go to that one. I'm yeah. going to go to that one. Didn't know anything about Baylor sports, didn't know anything about anything. And, uh, and I knew I could drive there and drive home if I needed to for some reason. Uh, so... That literally, that's how I chose Baylor. Didn't have to write an essay, small scholarship, uh, more women. Like that. Incredible. I, my priorities have been pretty standard my entire Unwavered. Life. Yeah. I, I, I knew who I was pretty early on. Yeah. Um, I, uh, and so I, and so here I am. Yeah. Oh, I, I guess I was there in 2007 through 11 and a half or Jesus. something like that. Um, some, some, uh, of the, yeah. some of the more senior listeners to this podcast hate us but that's going to be a common theme so that's okay love it yeah i uh, anyone who came here expecting to like me more probably won't so i'm i'm i feel pretty good just sharing the most bare pieces of my soul yeah i uh, so yeah like i said i grew up in waco i went to the biggest and widest high school in waco which means it was like baylor junior so every every single class i attended while at baylor for nine semesters had someone from my high school in it um, there was never one situation where there wasn't a person from my high school in class and, uh, they make, so like, I don't know if how all Texas public schools do this, but they made us apply to the local community college because everyone got in. If you were from Waco in like in class, our senior year. So they like to brag at the graduation ceremony. It's like, we have a hundred percent college acceptance rate, but that's because it was like a pass fail grade <laughs> to, to apply. Um, but when I was applying in 2011, they were pretty much still closing their eyes and letting every single person from Waco in. Um, that's the oh, only yeah. way I can extend it again. I was not top of my class. Like, didn't didn't have a lot to offer. I was just your standard white. Um, <laughs> there you go. Absolutely. But I, but, but I and I, I promised them that sometime, somewhere, I would pay them to go there. Um, I signed my life away, and they let me in. So let, let that go. be a lesson. Absolutely. Be willing to sign your life away for what you want. You can get so um, much done. Especially when you're 17. Yeah, especially when you're 17. You can get so much done. Um, you can tell that there isn't anything to talk about, um, like in sports at this very moment. It is it is a bye week uh, on, on the football schedule. Um, so I, I wanted to ask you, because eventually we will be in a, in, a, in a place of power in Baylor athletics. I'm speaking, I'm, I'm manifesting that into the universe. So, uh, as if, if you were a coach, it doesn't matter what sport we're just going to use football as an example here. What would you do as a coach during bye week Like, yeah, I've been yeah, you would want to start preparing, I guess, for the next game. Yeah. But what would you or, actually do? It, it really is such a unique position to be in because like, not only do you pretty much have like carte blanche from whatever institution is hiring you to do whatever you want with like, you know, a few restrictions, but pretty much do whatever you want for the week. You also have a group of probably the most athletic people you will ever be around for the rest of your days. Um, so I'm, I'm leaning into it. We're having the Olympics. We're going to, we're going to have an academic decathlon 
academic. Um, we're going to, yeah, it's going to be straight out of Billy Madison. We're going to, there's going to be some science involved. We're going to talk about business ethics. Um, we're going to, yeah, have a, have a full on Olympic week. So we're going to have like a hundred meter dash, um, ping pong tournament, super smash bros tournaments. Um, that, that's like one part of my brain is leaning that way. The other part is like, you know, Baylor is not going to win the national championship this year. I feel comfortable saying that, um, I'm, 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 I'm happy to defend that take because of that. Maybe I just give the guys the week off. It's like, Hey, don't get arrested. Don't be stupid. But you've done great. You've earned this week off. You've see already passed your, your. You've already hit the over for the month, for the season. I've already cashed out. Um, so that that classic Jim. Grove Wait, approach. you've already cashed out as the coach. You've already cashed out. I mean. <laughs> So like I, I'm going full Jim Grove. I'm getting bowl eligible, and then I'm taking a month to really work on my Candy Crush. There you go. <laughs> and and then we'll show up to the bowl game. We'll we'll get our swag in Florida. We'll run for a trillion yards, and then we'll and then we'll go home. Uh, rinse and repeat. Um, as as a coach during bye week, like you're supposed to go do some recruiting, which I think the Baylor staff is doing uh, right now. At least some of the Baylor staff. You're supposed to go like recruit, right? Um, I would, uh, if we're having a, a, a bad season, I'm, I'm probably shutting it down for a couple days, go home, get your shit together, come back in a couple days and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll try again, just a reset, right. Uh, you know, uh, go, go get some home cooking. Uh, well, I guess they have to go to class. So I don't know. Maybe they don't, I don't care. I mean, do problem. they? It's not my problem. We can keep lying. We can keep lying to ourselves if we want about athletes and having to go to class. I'm the head coach. I'm not. I'm not in charge of like academic compliance, right? <clears throat> um. So, uh, it, but if it's a, if it's a good season, like like Baylor's having right now, uh, I'm I'm probably doing some less less organized versions of what you were doing. Honestly, that that kind of makes me mad too. Uh, I'm, I'm, we're, we're going to go play a little basketball. We're going to go, uh, play a little golf. Um, we're, we're good. We're just going to do things that I enjoy as a coach, but we're going to pass it off as, as, you know, team building is what we're probably going to do. Yeah. Some dodgeball maybe in there. Um, uh, but then, yeah, we'll probably get back to a, you know, regular schedule for the next week, but I don't know. I just, I, I, I cannot imagine if you're not recruiting, what are you doing? Yeah, I guess you're preparing for the Texas game, which yeah, that'd be that'd be pretty important. But I don't know. I guess this is why we're not head coaches. Um, but you know, thinking about the Texas game, how much preparation are we doing? We're 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 gonna. I, I just feel like by the time you're at week eight, if your game plan isn't pretty much set in, set in stone for a team like Texas that cannot stop the run and cannot stop running. You know, if you need fifty hours to to put <laughs> put pencil to paper on you that, really, you don't really have to start prepping for Texas until halftime. Apparently, like what they're going to do, whatever <laughs> they want in the first half, and then yeah. you know, yeah. put together something last minute uh, halftime, and you're good. You're fine. You don't even yeah. need a quarterback apparently to beat Texas. <laughs> you know how people will like script the first like twelve, thirteen plays of a game, so you can just like roll the ball out there and play. I think our plan should be hold on for dear life for 30 minutes and then know the exact 40 plays we're running in the second half. No huddles, nothing. Just, just let Abram Smith 
just do normal football things. Not even anything extraordinary. Just do normal football stuff and get a come from behind win. Uh, Hakuna Matata this bitch for the first half and then get, <laughs> get to work in the second. I like that a lot. That it's it's. I'm talking two o'clock. Kneel the ball three two times. Do <laughs> so a it's half, just a matter do of a time. Half dive. <laughs> yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, the uh, I I guess if if we're going to consider any other news um, in the in the sports world here, the uh, men's basketball, women's basketball uh, media days were the men's basketball were today on Wednesday. Um, any essentially, Scott Drew just got up there and been like, "Yep, it, it's Big Twelve's getting bigger, and that's good." And that was basically the the big thing. The 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 rules changes. They're not going to call Euro steps or other moves that are gathers uh, as tightly. And you can just tell listening to the refs, they're pissed about it. And all I could think of was like, man, if, if Jared Butler was still in school, like so many euros, just he'd, he'd add an extra 10 points on his game. Um, yeah, and- man, it's Honestly, I don't do a lot of thinking about basketball in my downtime. It's, it, I'm more just turn on the TV and just vibe with what I'm seeing. But uh, sure. I will tell you the the one basketball thought I have for this season is uh, love that Texas is leaning in to their tried and true uh, strategy on all sports. Find a coach who did well somewhere else. Yes. And just assume that they can multiply how good that they do once they show up here. Yep. They got a brand new coach some pretty good transfers if I'm reading the internet correctly, but it's like just transfers, like just transfers. And then Andrew Jones and Andrew Jones, which completely uh, seriously uh, with, without an ounce of sarcasm or snark. What a fantastic story. I, that is one of the coolest stories. Andrew Jones, uh, you know, battled cancer, came back to the team and was impactful towards the end of the season. I mean, not in the last game, nobody was, that impactful in the last game that Texas played uh, in the tournament, um, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> also, of, the first game they played in the tournament. Huh? How about that? Hmm. Um, speaking of Texas, have a little surprise um, that we're we're going to have for you guys next week. Should be a lot of fun. Don't want to give it away yet, just in case plans change. But pretty excited for that. It's Earl Campbell. We got Earl Campbell. We got it Earl. Is Earl Campbell. Just an hour of hot sausage talk. Um, on that note. Uh, Speaking of uh, hot sausage, uh, our first ad read, Evan. Do you want me to take this one? Yep, sure. Uh, gridiron. Um, if you're not familiar with gridiron, you you should be pretty quick. No tailgate is complete without a grill. It's true, and no grill is complete without Gridiron Metalworks. Find collegiate branded grill grates and griddles, and or flower pots, stainless steel bookends, coasters, can coolers. All in the actual school colors, so you hex code nerds uh, are not going to find any brown or pink or black. Uh, not just the, oh, it's close, uh, like other manufacturers do. Sear your steak, burgers, brats, hot sausage talk, or veggies with Perfect Pistol Pete, Baylor Bear, Jayhawk, Grill Marks. Uh, they've got grill grates, griddles for all 10 teams in the Big 12 Conference. I wonder if they're going to add all of the others now or when it's final. Uh, plus, these are the perfect gift for the hard to shop for. We can almost guarantee you'll find something from Gridiron that someone on your holiday shopping list doesn't have. These are high quality, custom cut, and made in the USA. Right now, when you use the promo code 1012, that's T-E-N and the number 12, you'll get 15% off your first purchase. All orders over $100 get free shipping. 
So whether you're looking for a Baylor grill grate, a Kansas State griddle, or a unique metal home goods for your collection, visit gridironmetal.com and use the promo code 1012 for 15% off your first order. You can also click the link in our show notes. Gridiron, metal works for the college super fans. Um, really cool to be a part of the 1012 network. Gridiron has some really good stuff out there. Go check them out. Um, and, and, and I'm so sorry for interrupting, Matt. I have sure. a quick, quick aside here. Um, Gridiron, if you're listening, something to think about with the new Big 12 members. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, boy. Already a, BYU sous vide, a BYU sous vide, I think. <laughs> God damn um, oh. I think that it would be great. I think there's a lot of people in, in Utah looking to soak their meat for 10, 20 minutes. Uh, maybe finish it off with a nice sear, a nice reverse sear after. Um, Good iron, I'm yeah. so sorry. So, so Gridiron, BYU sous vide. That one's for free. That's on the house. I'm so sorry, Gridiron. What? Uh, what did I say? On, on that note, we should um, we, we actually put out a call for uh, any voice messages or, uh, or questions that people had. Um, and we actually got a couple of good ones. Um, we'll, we'll start with, uh, we'll start with this one, um, right now. Hey guys. Okay. It's Michael Foreman. I've got two questions for you. The first is, do you think that the onside kick against BYU was a designed play call or was our kicker kind of given the option depending on what he saw out there and decided to go for it? And then the second is specifically for Matt. For those of us who haven't actually met you in person, can you um, put all the rumors to rest and just tell us how tall you actually are? Thanks, guys. Have a good one. That's fucked up. You heard that, right? Great questions. Okay. Um, Uh, Yeah, I heard it. Um, First off, I'll let you take both. Okay. He, um, the the first place he fucked up, which is a great place, to start the, the the first place he fucked up was thinking that we think about that that is not how just to set and this this is a great great question to help us set the foundation of what this show is going to be we're, we're not thinking i wasn't thinking uh when i when i saw the onside kick i was actually in the bathroom uh when the onside kick happened um which is appropriate i think um i, I shit if i know man i was it intentional? Who knows? That's a, probably a good question for uh, the coach or um, some other podcast. But it was cool, man. That you know, uh, I, I love how ballsy Aranda has gotten, um, or at least given the leash to Grimes um, to to be that aggressive. That's probably a head, you know, special teams like that. That's probably a head coaching decision. Yeah, you don't want your kicker just out there freestyling, do you? I mean. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like kickers, they only get four chances a week to make a memory, right? No, no one's going to, no one's going to think about your kicker unless they do something really good or they fudge up. Can I say fuck? Unless they fuck up yeah. real bad. Yeah. Um, we, have, we have marked this podcast as explicit. So if somebody downloads incredible. this and just hands the iPad to their kids, <laughs> well, what are you doing listening to podcasts on an iPad, you weirdo? Folks, this is not Coco Melon. Um, I feel like if I'm a kicker and I see that they're the the defender closest to me bails out two times in a row before I put my foot on the ball, 
I might give it a little tap, see see what's what. And then I watched the replay of it because, you know, I don't do a whole lot else these days. And uh, we had two, I believe, backup running backs, like heat-seeking missiles, just looking to inflict pain on people on that. I so I think you try it once or twice a year. If it doesn't work, you might get um, – a highlight. I think it was Texas Tech that tried an onside against us like a decade ago, and a friend of the pod was it was it Elliot Coffee that recovered it and took it to the house, or was it? It may have been Jared Salubi. It was it was one Baylor legend who picked up an onside kick and took it home. And uh, I live for stuff like that. No one cares about a touchback. I, I'm all I'm all for brains turning into scrambled eggs. That's that's my official football stance. <laughs> That's a fantastic official stance to have. By the way, the other thing that we're going to have to establish between you and me and the audience, I suppose, is that uh, I, I don't remember anything outside of like a handful of plays or games if it's not within the last year and a half. I just, I don't. On the basketball side, I remember a little bit more, but even then, don't remember a ton, which is um, great for having fresh perspective each season, I suppose. Um, yeah. For the second question, Regarding how tall I am, Evan, I'm going to let you spin the wheel here. Are we looking for content or truth? I think we are looking for a direct quote that other people will copy and paste into replies to you in the future. So whatever that means to you, um, let's go with that. Because I feel like there's some misconceptions, and I don't want to inject myself into this answer because this is purely for you, but I... I have been surprised at how many Baylor fans that like I have just ran into in nature have been surprised about my height, which you I don't are, you are taller point. than average. So, yeah. But I also, you know, I, when I met you the first time in my head, it was like, Oh, this is the person that receives many, many a short joke. And I thought you were just a normal, normal, regular guy. Okay. How about regular, this? I will, regular. I will blend, I will blend content with truth here. <clears throat> I'm tall enough to successfully flirt with your wife. How about that? <laughs> How about that? How about that? All right. Um, speaking of uh, wives, um, speaking of wives, uh, we do have uh, another message here. Yeah, just uh, one comment and question comment. Uh, I follow y'all and most of Baylor Twitter, so thank you because I married into a Longhorn family. So Oof. interacting with y'all on Twitter is Yuck. some of the only uh, enjoyable sports talk I get uh, since I'm usually surrounded by Longhorns. And to parlay that into a question, any advice you have on dealing with uh, delusional Longhorn fans that are now family members would be appreciated. Thanks. Oh, this is a great one. You mind if I take the lead on this one? Please, please. So I, uh, I'm an unmarried man. So when I file my taxes, I mark them as single. Um, I do have a girlfriend, however. I've, had, I've been dating her for two years. She is a graduate of the University of Texas at Austin's grad school. She is infinitely smarter than me. And I wonderful think she told lady. me she's I've listen. met her. A yes. wonderful young lady. Still don't understand how that happened, but continue. She told me that she'll listen to this, but I am absolutely positive she won't. So I feel like I'm pretty good to, to, to spout off here. She um, is – I would call her like a diehard Texas fan, but um, she, she cheers – on purpose for the Longhorns every chance she gets. What I have learned to do is to get really good at saying this, and I want everyone to listen and lean in close. All you have to do is say, damn, that sucks. If you can get, if you can get that out, I think 
your relationships <laughs> will be better in the long term. Just, just one more time, I'll say it, just in case you didn't hit the first time. Damn, that sucks. Hold on, let me try. Keep that in the back pocket. Damn, that sucks. So I, I went a little yeah. um, ad lib on a mixtape there for a second. Let me do that again, actually. That sounded pretty good. <laughs> Damn, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, so you can record it, have it ready to go, have it as a ringtone. But if you can just get those three words out, I've learned. Or, or she just loves me very much. The jury's still out. If you can inject those three words into anything, um, I think you, you can get away with a lot of shit. Um, and that's that's that on that. That is sound advice. Um, some other sound advice that I have uh, for our audience is uh, to go sign up with Symbol. Um, Symbol is the stock market for sports that allows you to trade sports teams like stocks and earn cash payouts when your teams win. Symbol has blended sports in the stock market to offer a new way to invest in and profit, like with literal money, off your favorite teams. Use your sports knowledge to buy low, sell high, and earn cash payouts when your teams win. Symbol is offering a very special giveaway to the 1012 network, and Symbol is going to hold a drawing to give away two tickets to a Big 12 game of your choice. All you have to do is sign up for Symbol, make a $25 deposit using promo code BEARS12, BEARS12, B-E-A-R-S, and the numbers 1-2. And you will be entered into a chance to win two tickets to your favorite team's game this season. Visit www.com simbull.com to create a free account. And when you deposit, make sure to use the promo code BEARS12 for a chance to win two tickets to a Big 12 game of your choice. Uh, have you have you looked at Symbol yet? I have. I looked at the website. I didn't have $25 at that time, so I didn't make a deposit, but I will be soon. And I'm going to use that promo code for anyone out there who's thinking, Evan, do you like money and do you not have any? Answer to both is yes. So uh, if you want me to have money, and Matt, and yourself. I, I echo all- this, yes. I also did not have the $25 at this particular point in time. Um, but I agree. It, did you? So I don't think the market has responded yet to the Astros win uh, on Tuesday night. Uh, I would say that Getting the Astros are now uh, a, a favorite in that series now that it's tied up and going to soon be headed back to Houston. Pretty good opportunity to get her to go by a little bit of Astros stock. Um, Baylor Bear stock, pretty high right now. Uh, probably going to wait on that. Um, but you all yeah, also have the ability time. to trade uh, stocks too. Um, going to be looking into that a little bit more closely. Symbol, very happy yeah. to have them uh, as a sponsor of the, uh, of the podcast and a big shout out to 1012 Network as well. Um, yeah, little insider trading here, just just for sticking around this long. Hey. I want you to take out take out a loan against your house, bet it on Oklahoma State and the points this weekend. Iowa State will not be winning that game. That's all I got. Yeah, I, I agree with that actually. Um, on that note, we we have uh, one more uh, voice message uh, to play here, uh, Evan. It is it is for you. I'm very nervous. I bought Evan a shot of tequila, and. He winced after he took the shot. So just thought you should know that. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. Let me let me tell you what I experienced there. I was at crickets with some of my beloved college roommates who I don't think will listen to this. We were hanging out. I saw Joe there, Joe Goodman, friend of the pod. I saw Steven from Virginia there. There, there were some homies down there. And that was coming up. 
I leaned over to Joe and I said, hey, Joe, I'm about a beer and a half away from eating about six of those cigarettes. And he said, you know where to find me. And then he said, hey, let me buy you a drink next time you come down. So I was like, great. I'm, I love me some beer. I'm, I'm very skinny. And when I have some beer, I look like an alien from Men in Black. <laughs> I love to get into that range. <laughs> like 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 johnny knoxville pre-face reveal that's what i look like oh god um so i go down there and i'm like hey joe it's time i want to cash in that drink you bought me and he's like great so i i assume that we're on the same page and he's like gonna get me a beer i'm gonna take it i'm gonna give him a little head nod my fist bump him go back up to my friends he comes back with a glass, a shot, not even a shot glass. You know when you order like, I mean, I guess it is a shot glass, but it's like bigger than just like a shooter. It's it's, like, it's enough. It's maybe, enough to hold a triple, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you would order like a lemon drop in this, and it's 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 full. So I'm like, oh, Joe got me like a fruity drink. Like, he knows what I like. All right, come on, man. So I'm like, okay, perfect. He got me a sweet drink that's gonna get me more drunk. I'm in. So I take. You know how when you like shoot liquor? I mean, maybe. Maybe I do it differently than most. You don't really try to taste it. it, it, it it's a it's a product of efficiency. It, it's down your gullet quicker than you can know that it's there. Mm-hmm. So I didn't do that. I put it in I, – I, I took the sip, like a not just a little sip. I took a larger than average sip, and I let it slosh around in my mouth a little bit so I can get the full taste. And mm-hmm. it was poison. It was, it was just tequila. So and my I, only question – my only question was it like what – could you tell if it was good tequila or oh yeah it was no. it was crickets he, like with with a with a paper tape label on it that says tequila but with a k <laughs> tequila with like four x's below it it was a cartoon exactly. bottle is what it was exactly it was a it was a mason jar no i i don't know tequila all that well but it, it didn't taste like the worst tequila i've had ever um so yeah i looked like a coward because i i scowled and it was like i was i was drinking jet fuel and then I had half a shot to go. So not only did they see me, you know, look like a real bitch, I also had an audience for the second half of the shot. It was awful. <laughs> I didn't go back downstairs the rest of the night. Oh, muffin. Evan, where can they find you on Twitter? <laughs> find me at Evan Abear on Twitter. Uh, Abear is spelled like Hebert. So Evan Hebert. That's me. Hebert. Hebert. Uh- you can find me at Matt is Bear on Twitter. Uh, also, go check out 1012 Network, T-E-N-1-2 Network on Twitter. Lots of good stuff being put out uh, by the network there. Um, episode one in the books. Go round and